3: With it being Christmas, do we get any any Michael Baldley?
4: Mate, I've nothing prepared.
5: Carlin Grant's corner from the left, a floater, wideish angle, heads up on the far side, Murier, Calabus, body is blocked, and then it's in from Schindler! A wonderful connection from Christopher Schindler! Kepa, usually known for his heavy goals, has smashed in a volley from 10 yards. It's Huddersfield Town 1, Nottingham Forest 0. Huddersfield Town lead, Nottingham Forest 1-0. An early second half corner, Mounier header at the far post from Grant's delivery. Steve Mounier doing what he does best for what is his first goal of the season at last coming match number 23, it's count two, Nottingham Forest nil. Ball in, and the ball gets up there, Phil Starbuck. It's there. beautiful goal by Phil Starbuck. In. there, Billy in, the goal, Chris Billy, field Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is! Take your place in Division Two, Huddersfield Town! Joy for In Steve Simmonson's boots now. He's missed! Steve Simmonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears! Huddersfield Town are promoted to the Championship! pete has got a chance! Pete scores! Jack Pate scores! Low diagonal shot into the bottom corner! But Lita gives it straight to Moy again who shoots! What a goal Aaron Moy! An absolute thunderbolt delivered all the way from Australia! And Kachunga it. Smith scores for Osfield Town! 3-2 Town! Kachunga left it! And it's Tommy Smith the skipper who's drilled in surely one of the most important goals of the Huddersfield Town season. Oh, where's he going to drop But it's in there! Three-town it stands. For a sherry. Danny Ward go saves. Go Danny, go saves. Go Danny Ward like saves. Like is Longside, man. here's Mounier. 2-0 Huddersfield Town on the opening day of the Premier League the quarter's in, round of hair, 2-0 Huddersfield Town, 2-0 Huddersfield Town, here's Janker to turn it into the pass, yes, and Tomins scored, Tomins yeah. <laughs> has scored one of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history, it's... Williams streaking across the halfway line runs into Christopher Schindler and Town. Look it forward. De Platra's forward. DePlatra's got the better. Yeah! <laughs> and Laurel De Zapata scores! Laurel de Zapatra scores! Hitana! He- <laughs> Here's the Bakuna who releases the down the right. And suddenly Town are building a chance. Here's Bakuna arriving! Bakuna- Could into Grant who shoot beautifully into the bottom corner? Harley Grant, a shot of the turn, three six middle of the season, and Hollisfield Town lead open by Volcadil. Think of the shoulder has a chance to write his name in Hollandsfield Town Legend.
4: Hello and welcome to episode fifty-two and the final episode of twenty nineteen and this decade. My name is Richard Cosmala. Joining me today for a special edition show, back after Herbert Bockhorn-esque and Rhys Brown disappearance act from the squad, is Neil Wayne. Welcome back and Merry Christmas, Neil. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Also with us, but taking a back seat from presenting duties to keep him fresh for the busy Christmas period ahead is Mr. Matthew Shaw. Compliments of the season, Squire. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm completing the lineup. The newest recruit to the pod in 2019, who's made more of an impact than Isaac and Benza and Adama Diakabe put together, is Simon Copland. Feliz Navidad, senor. Merry Christmas. Off we go. So, <laughs> this broadcast is going to be a little different. This is the last one of 2019. We will be reviewing the very sweet win versus... How do we get them mad? Knotts Forest, that's it, innit. it? We say it like that, don't we? Yeah. Knotts Forest, to start as usual, but the majority of it, we'll be looking back at what has been a one hell of a ride and a decade and as a supporter of this great club. Very excited to review the last 10 years. Thanks for everyone for the tweets as well. This is Andy Takes That Chance podcast in association with Magic Rock Brewery. So, boys, uh, big smiles on our faces. Fantastic win on Saturday against Nottingham Forest, uh, well, have we got 15 minutes to kind of review the game? It was a big win, I must admit, going into it. I, I, normally, I kind of think, I think we're going to win or we're going to lose or we're going to draw. I didn't really have much of a feeling on this. I thought this was kind of a bit of a bonus game and interesting to see how they reacted because they got mullered by Sheffield Wednesday. And, but the way, it's not just how we won. It's just how we, well, it is how we won. But yeah, we got stuck in. It was nasty. It was feisty. A lot of shithousery, as uh, you boys would call it. Matt... How did you uh, see the 90 minutes? Uh,
3: Does thou want some fist? <laughs> As we say around um, here. Yeah, it's not that like kind of pot, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, first 20 minutes, I thought they were on top. Um, met their main danger, came down the right-hand side. Matty Cash, a player I really like, who plays right back for Forest. Attacking-wise, he's, he's good.
4: They had a few dangers, but that's, we'll come yeah. to that later. Yeah. Lolly, uh, Lolly did quite... I thought
3: Lolly and Amiobi, first 20 minutes, looked really dangerous. Um, after 20 minutes, Danny Simpson wrapped Amiobi up nicely for Christmas. Nice little present there for <laughs> Danny Simpson. Uh, Flo Haddajanai. What was really good, my mate? Uh, Tom, who I sit next to, uh, who made a good point actually about Flo Haddajanai and Joe Lolly and that he felt it really suited United to play against Lolly because all, co- all Lolly does is cutting on his left foot and that's perfect for Flo then, who's on his right foot. And I thought Flo did a really good job and nullified him to an extent and it was great to see Jaden Brown come back on and Flo, you know, Danny Cowley using his... Um, his adaptability, if you like, to put him into midfield, where he's—I've always quite liked him in midfield, uh, not so much at fullback in the past. But credit where credit's due, he's having a good game. But yeah, uh, brilliant to see Steve Mounier score, though, because he's—he's he's a top man, is Steve, and delighted to see him do well.
4: Unbelievable, he's—it uh, just seems to be revitalised. Obviously, we heard, you know, bits and bats about him allegedly, you know, kind of going into the. Uh, you know, manager and apologising for his attitude and we've kind of moved on uh, as well but he just seems to be a man reborn it's making me wonder whether he's still gonna be around past January now where I thought at one stage there were nowhere uh, there were no opportunity whatsoever and that as well but obviously Simon uh, Christopher Schindler last in uh, that I love them kind of goals to you Where it's kind of like bouncing about and then all of a sudden it just comes back when you think we've missed his chance and then bang and it went and that as well and uh I couldn't believe it, me, when it was Schindler that kind of running around behind the goal and... Uh, Rifled uh, it into the top corner, didn't he? You? did.
2: Great finish, yeah. you got a similar view to me because he kind of in the yeah. couch up behind the goal and you kind of felt, it's been so long since we scored from a corner and um, he kind of <laughs> almost assumed it would get cleared some way or the other, but then kind of dropped to a, dropped to Schindler and kind of a, a great finish and I think he said himself after the game, didn't quite know what to do, kind of where to celebrate, almost kind of found himself towards the Notts Forest fans rather than ourselves, but a great goal, kind of um, settled a few nerves, I thought, and actually I thought from that... And then on up until about the 75th minute, we were really, really good.
4: Neil, Steve Mounier then. Unbelievable. Uh, Air Mounier flew uh, above the back post. I think the Forest Keeper been getting a lot of plaudits this season, but I thought he were poor for the goal. Mounier were brave, bundled it in. And from then on in, I thought, you know, we looked really comfortable.
6: It actually came the corner from Mounier making an absolute ash of a chance. <laughs> it took far too long to try to get it away and it got blocked. Everyone's cursing, corner comes in, bang, Steve Mooney is back. Cracking header. Just, it one of those where a proper centre forward's header in penalty area, go and win it, take the lot, and he did. Scrambled it in, got in, and it's, hopefully it'll set him off on a, on a bit of a run. How long he'll still be here, time will tell. But, but overall, I thought, I, I really enjoyed the game. I'd seen people saying they were boring in bits and this animal, I, I really enjoyed it. A bit of a blood and thunder, get at him. No old's barred. Everyone getting stuck in. Referee had a shocker both ways. They've been looking to finish game with 11, in my opinion. Um, the Two reds for me. Watson should have walked off for Og, and then that sow clattered, chalabar early doors didn't get booked and then got booked not long after it, so that should have been his second. But I thought
4: the first 30 minutes were pretty dull, to be honest, and I was contemplating having another beer, I think probably a good job. I, didn't I, I have think probably that then. you might
6: have, you might have had quite a few beers before, <laughs> and that's what sort of, I think you might have had a, a, a one-track mind and going, I just like a bit of a a decent get at game, but both, both sides, work, it? yeah, the I, I, the either side hour, could but, have yeah. done out, out of it, and uh, luckily we've got, managers who've got a bit of something about them now and they've really got some spirit in these players and it's great to watch.
4: So Matt you've got the posh seats over the halfway line obviously was mm. scratters like me and Cy si behind the goal. Not
3: as nice as Danny G but. So yeah.
4: you must have had a good view of kind of what happened at the end of the first half and I've been here and again you don't know what's true but I don't know fish were flying and what have you and everything it were I don't know whether Holloway-esque with Alan Lee and what have you but it's certainly yeah uh, what what caused that? Um
3: I can't tell because I'm sat high up, so right. as soon as they disappear, but I've seen a, a video on, on YouTube and, you know, via via Twitter, and it looks like one of, well, Lamucci's run across to Cowley and he's accosting him, you know, he's got hands on
4: Cowley, so I don't know how... Is this on the first half or <laughs> is this the second half?
3: This right? is at the end of the first half. Right, okay. Where, uh, you know, so he's gone to Cowley and he's put his hands on Cowley. Not a big deal, to be honest. Uh, and then uh, Dawson, 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 Dawson Dawson goes mental. Somewhere Someone must have said something to Dawson. He's chasing someone and Hudson taps him and says, Oh, what's going on? And then Dawson squares up to him and has Hudson by the throat. So retrospective three-game ban there for Mr. Dawson if the uh, the Football League FA are watching.
4: To be fair, at the end, I mean, it shows some of, that, some of the stuff on the Instagram. It makes me laugh because I want him to see that. You know, like you see it when the whistle goes and the manager. I thought, please keep it going for another three minutes. But they only did it for one. And to be fair, Dawson, one of the first out of the dugout kind of, you know, shaking hands and stuff like that as well. So it, it kicked off at cam- the end as well. Yeah, it
3: kicked off yeah. in front of us at the end as well, and it was Dawson again. Dawson, what it yeah, he Dawson, to and be calm in that the So he must have just lost it again. No, they lost it right at the end again, and then it kind of yeah. simmered and just. And they all just kind of went. And so he's sh- sh-
6: sh- yeah. it, it is. Is Dawson on their
3: coaching staff, or is he just a bencher. He's a he
6: was dropped from after got battered by Wednesday last week. I think, to be honest, I think from what
3: what it looked like, I think Danny Cowley, because you know what. Danny Cowell is a, he's a pain in the technical area, but he's a gentleman out, outside it, if you know. I think he might have said something about Ben Watson's tackle on Hog, and I think that might be what flared it up. If you can't take work. it, you can't take it. Dan.
4: With the tackle, part of me wonders whether them two have played with each other, uh, if you pardon the expression, in the uh, in the past, because the way Hogg just, I know Hogg just kind of gets on with the game, but he got up and he had no intention of kind of making a meal of it. Maybe that's just him, but for me, that saved the red. I, I yeah. just think if it had been rolling about I think that would have been curtains for him, and it would have shocked her with that, wouldn't it? So.
2: Terrible tackle! Terrible! Tackle. I just wonder was Ben Watson at Watford the same time as Hogg,
4: Possibly. Yeah, I do that. The, Maybe, I, the yeah. part of me so. did wonder because he didn't want to make a, a Hogg was, was
3: brilliant because because the view I've got, it mm. pretty much just Ben Watson apologized straight away. Fair enough, and it, and, the, and the both and then Oggy just went no problem and walked off. And I thought next time Ben Watson's going to get the ball. Hogg's going it, to it just shows you know, though, doesn't it?
6: The pat, I'm not. I'm not saying I condone it, but sometimes. <laughs> your players just got to be a bit clever and, and make a bit of a meal of it. If you look at what Chalabar got sent off for other week, for the tickling that bloke's chin, you know, and then Og gets wiped out knee-high, two-legged, you know, it's a straight red in any game, isn't it? I think so.
4: What was the uh, the other thing, obviously, when Og again, class, uh, flying over the advertising boards, that didn't look as much sinister from kind of my bad view of it than... There's the a good, there's not. A
3: good um, if you watch the highlights 2.0 on the Huddersfield Twitter one, you can see the Forest player intentionally shoves him all right, into, okay. the, into the, did, I, weren't,
4: I, I, they, I, did, weren't they a ball girl or ball boy that got injured yeah, by the, as the, well?
3: the electric ones fell on him, I think. And right. I saw him walking away after the game with a with a bag full of stuff, so I presume they took him in the changing room. Yeah, they did, quite nice story sense. about, about ball. It, yeah. we got a yeah. sign ball and Oggy's
6: shirt. Yeah. <laughs> is it worth it then. It was all right. I think <laughs> it was the
3: ball boy was a belter, wasn't it? Yeah, go on, I'll let you go for it. What happened with that? Because
4: I just kind of lost interest.
6: Spencer is called. Well done, Herbie. Lad.
4: I had everyone <laughs> chilling, but I'd missed it. i just turned away to chat to someone. Talk me through what, so Herbie not, to it. Herbie goes to Nottingham
2: Forest. It's about 90 minutes gone by this point, I think, and uh, the ball goes out for a goal kick, kind of uh, almost in front of us, Coszy. and Herbie, the ball boy, kind of uh, to my right hand side, almost uh, kind of fake kicks it, if you like, as, as one of the uh, Nottingham Forest players <laughs> runs towards to collect the ball, and then Van La Parra special. Van La Parra-esque, and then actually, uh, at the second attempt, kicks it away from the Nottingham Forest <laughs> lad and receives a full bit of uh, a few verbals from yeah. the Forest player as a result, but... Uh, when all the town fans
6: started Let's clapping, I think he was Phantom quite happy. There was, there was, there was a Forrest fan tweeted about it, and he, he summed it up. He said, as a fan, when it's against you, you're seething. You want to get ball by and kick him out of the ground. But when it's your own team, you just love to see it, don't you? It wasn't quite as
4: good as the Aiden Hazard Swansea one that no. time. That was a was it. It wasn't
3: quite
4: as good as that. So, but. so we're 2-0 up. I'm stood next to me, mate. Forrest showed absolutely nothing. I said to me, mate, there's going to be a way here that Forest are going to score, and we're going to be absolutely bricking it for the last 20 minutes. And lo and behold, someone was asleep at the corner for us. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Stankovic's man, I think, oh, was not a, a lot a of them, them were. Mooney wasn't in was. his position.
3: And no, there's, there's a lot of them because Lolly took that quickly. He spotted something. It was a good good corner. Flo, Flo knocked it out to the Forest fans, and he were too busy apologising for kicking it into the Forest yeah. fans. And then Mooney, they let four or five of them didn't switch on, and it was a quick one from Lolly. It was a good corner. And then that Warrells come from miles away. I think it's probably Mooney's man, but... There you go. One and then
4: straight away, we should—I thought we should have scored again. But what it
6: Bakuna when he took too long. He went round everybody, and then and then Cruyff crossed it just into keeper's hands. I, I, at that point, I wanted to go kill him myself. <laughs> that, that was a great chance. That a third in that because we were absolutely battering him at that point, and a third then it would have been like all game mm-hmm. done. But you just know
4: it, time we like to make it interesting don't we and then Camille Grabber I really chuffed for it because Matt you kind of mentioned it on the pod last week and I didn't Fair. think there were a case stick on there. yeah I Sorry. just thought people were looking for a, a, a bit of aggro for the sake of it and that as well and uh, side, we were behind the uh, shot from Lolly just tremendous save and, and then the second save from the kind of near post and that as well I think he was at the end. I, I was kind of looking at him, expecting him to go absolutely nuts because we'd won. But I think he was more frustrated, he letting the goal, really. But he would he were great yesterday and sorry, on Saturday. And to me, Matt, he got us the points, didn't
3: he? Yeah, that header that header at the end, you know, we, we've fallen asleep and let Matty cash in at the end. And Grabara stuck a leg out the reactionary saves. They're not they're not sort of those big, you know, I, I put a when, when we're watching the Wigan game, I just tweeted the goals, and you know, I think I tweeted the Grabaro, one where he's fluffed the kick and just got a head in hands emoji, and someone put something about he's rubbish, and then someone else put he's, he's not a robot. And the robot thing is is something that strikes a chord because you do get a lot of big goalkeepers who are just robotic and play the percentages, and they'll just they'll cover, they'll just move and try and cover certain positions in goal, and and there's nothing really to it. Whereas Grabaro reads situations, and he reads, and he can read where the ball's going. And he's read that situation brilliantly. He's not, you know, and someone replied and he's not a robot and that's 100% correct. And the header was good. He stuck his leg out. Brilliant save. And even the one from Lolly was a good save as well. He's read it early. And and the good thing about Grabaro I quite like is he's, he's bright. He, he's, he's not a percentage goalkeeper, if you like, who just covers angles and thinks, right, nine times out of 10, this shot goes across goal. So I'm going to dive across goal. He reads every situation and he reacts well to it. I think he's got a good future.
2: I've been a bit critical of Grabaro in the past, but I probably go as far as to say, I think it was his best game in a township.
6: 20-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what it is for me. He's 20-year-old. He's going to make mistakes. All keepers make mistakes. All keepers make mistakes. He's only made two as well, and, isn't uh, it? Yeah, he's made two. And when when you consider how bad we've been up until Cowley's arriving, I think to do what they've done and for him to only have two mistakes to his name with a very mixed up, shuffled about defence in front of him, I think he's had a lot of unfair stick and I think he's done really well generally.
4: I put a tweet out of a picture of him at the end, and it was interesting. the Polish uh, kind of Polish media or a guy got hold of it, put something in Polish, just kind of saying, grab of her the hero, and there were loads of likes. So it's clear that, obviously, back in Poland, he's well highly thought of. They're keeping a big eye on him. And Is, uh,
3: is he under 21's I, captain for Poland as well? I think so. It's good. It's good for him, is
4: that? Yeah, chuffed. And, uh, and I don't know if anyone's got anything else to add. Who, who are your best man, Johnny Og? It was yeah. his kind of game, Johnny, yeah, Johnny
3: Oak. I think Baku- you got to give a mention to Bakuna. Bakuna who really played, played wide left, didn't he? And he's, he he does the he does things where he plays well in bursts, and I think that kind of yeah. suited where he was playing. I him. think for balance. I mean, I, I've well. slated
6: floor for months, probably years, but he's he's had a, a decent spell since he's gone to left back. It's actually twenty three months, twelve days. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <I> I'll <go laughs> say i, it. I, I, I <laughs> no, I'll be honest. I, st- I still don't think he's the best defensively, but I think he's coming and one of those that we have, and openly accused of Downing tools. I think. We can't accuse him of that in the last few games. I think he's actually no. Do you know what, stuck Neil? in off his shift. And if you go back to episode one of Andy takes that chance, you can hear me saying, "I don't think we
3: should have signed United yeah. if we had the opportunity." Stand by it, but he's done well the last three or four. I probably months.
6: won't listen to this one. So I like going back to listen to number one. <laughs> you don't want to. It. It's like audio's
3: <laughs> terrible on it. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's done well. And you know, me and Neil have given him stick, and it's only right when he plays well. You've got to put, you know, you've got to balance it and say he's the, playing the, well. The
6: only caveat I would throw in: and I get slaughtered for this now as well, but I don't really care. Is, um, I'm going to soundbite this and clip it for them. Is, is he playing for his move in January just to step it up a bit? Who knows? sort of throw that one in there. That, well, that's the right way to go about oh, demo, yeah, it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I'd much rather he came in and, and earned his shirt for us and got his move. <laughs> I, be I just want went, to I'll be honest
4: with you. I just want to mention Dennis Simpson. I, I personally think Dennis Simpson would fit uh, against Wigan, but again, he put, he'd let nobody down. He's such a good player. Such a better player than I thought we were getting. A bit similar maybe to Fraser. Can I feel bad now? He's was almost like, oh, mate, he would nowhere near fit on Saturday, in my opinion. He we was feeling his groin at one point, and I thought, oh, he's going off here. And then I think, oh, my God. Ami mean, got no sniff at all whatsoever. So the, the
6: one mistake he did make led to a corner to them.
4: And he apologised. He, he held he? his
6: hand up, yeah. apologised, clear at corner. Yeah. There
3: was one bit where Ami oh. took him on and beat him. First twenty minutes and then hit that shot just past the post. Yeah, never beat him again. after
6: That at all. it no, so. has been Iman I'm Campbell to consider that they're both free. I, mean, I, I appreciate they're getting paid a decent amount, but not at a As, as transfer as transfers go, yeah, no
4: pre-season They are two quality signings. Yeah. We had one point after seven games after that first game they had against Sheffield Wednesday. It's incredible where we are now, and the good job. it's a good job really because I just think it's it's still battle. Big battle down there. Barnsley have just won back-to-back games. We're going to play it tonight, see how they do. I, we're, in, we're in good shape, but the good thing is we're dragging others down into it. And Derby, I mean, Wayne Rooney playing for a 16th place club. But We're kind of looking up, man. There's a few other teams in there. I think it's, Matt, you kind of mentioned about maybe eight teams kind of going to be in a battle role, but I, I think there's a few others looking over the shoulder and that as well. It's, uh,
3: it's quite... You know, yeah, you're right. There's, there's some teams that are winning again at the bottom and it looked like from Charlton down, they were going to be cut, cut off a bit and then... I'm looking now, and I'm thinking we're only a, a win or two away from Birmingham now. I'm sort of fifteenth, and you think I don't know if the table switched since I last looked at it. But and then all of a sudden, I always prefer to look up than down. I'm looking down as well, just in case. But as as an optimist, uh, sometimes uh, I'm looking at Birmingham and thinking, do you know what? I thought we were better than them on the day, and and we could potentially catch them. And Simon, you, we, there's some great stats. Neil's on his phone. There's, there's some great stats going around. I'm sure you're probably going to. Mention them in a minute, so I'll let you guys do it. <laughs> Neil's texting his wife, sorry. Well the injury the
4: the situation's unbelievable. I mean our bench on Saturday would that sounds really bad, laughable because it's disrespect to the guys on it. But incredible what he's done and there's no option to change it. I watched in Sheffield, Winchester just bring Sam Winall all in. Obviously, you know, not a bad strike. Come off, we've got nothing like that. And it's just it's just total credit to them that we're in there. And the best thing is now people it's getting around us. Your town will not be pushed about. We will not be beaten physically. There might be better football teams about, but we've got us... Uh, I love you know, I said to
6: you, weren't we, that we've had the, the, the two sets of fans that have cried about us the most have been Brentford and Forest. Six points. Keep it up. That'll do for me. <laughs> cry all you want. If and you who, did, who did
3: I cry about the most? Team Preston. Yeah.
6: And I think that's probably what we're yeah. heading towards,
4: isn't yeah.
3: it? That kind of aggressive outfit
4: So just quickly ending it obviously three games coming up over Christmas Borough Boxing Day uh, Blackburn the Sunday 29th and then big one against Stoke uh, on New Year's Day who just doesn't seem to be getting any traction going and uh, always New Year's Day at home to Stoke will always remind me Matt Prudhoe and he's uh, yeah. yeah tremendous uh, yeah, but
3: was it the year before where Stoke fans were throwing snowballs at Tony Norman in goal in the Norman, year
4: before, yeah. as well. what are you thinking of them three games guys uh, seven points
6: yeah how was that
3: Potentially. Could, if we get none, then we're back in trouble. If we get seven, then
4: see you later at Birmingham, isn't it? you got to be positive about it. Yeah. Any guys back? I mean, obviously, he's doing his presser today. I'd have thought, but I was quite surprised I, the way he mentioned it on Friday that there were guys coming back. There weren't any. And I just wonder whether he might have thought, well, there's no point risking them when we've got this big three games in. I, I
6: genuinely think he's hung back on a couple because you've got, you have now got, what, three games in seven yeah. days? Campbell, Campbell, I think. I've got that. Feeling. I think Campbell and O'Brien will be somewhere near. He's going to have to rotate the team a
2: little bit, hasn't he? Because there's no way he can play the same 11 in the next three games. So he's going to have to make some changes at some point. It's just kind of... It's like we've said, though.
6: As long as
4: they come out and and, and put in what they have been doing, check that now. Absolutely. Great end to the year, uh, but now we need to look back rather than forward. So if this was an Ipswich Town or an Everton podcast, Stephen, I'd say the last 10 years of support are probably the most boring that you've ever witnessed, but we've been absolutely well and truly spoiled. Such an amazing journey. We've been so lucky to enjoy <coughs> one, which we are going to try and unpack a little bit now on that as well. So thanks for everyone for their contributions on Twitter. And without kind of going in a massive detail, so 2010, this is the year we lost the playoff semi final against Millwall. Slay, we didn't get up. Leeds got up. Uh, 2011, we had another go. We lost to Peterborough. 87 points in that season. Amazing semi final against Bournemouth, uh, which I'll talk about soon. 2012, we won the playoff final against Sheffield United. Obviously, incredible scenes there. Uh, beating MK Dons in the semi final. Then uh, Alan Smith uh, had a problem getting off the pitch, but we will talk about that. It says here MK semi, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll move on here. So then you think, right, it's three kind of proper exciting seasons. 2013 is going to be a big. Quiet. Yeah, so we stayed up on the last day against Barnsley. Uh, Incredible.
3: Had to hit playoff form to get there as well.
4: Yeah. Obviously, Jermaine Beckford on unbelievable wages. Then it got a bit dull then. 2014, we finished 17th. 2015, we finished 16th. 2016, finished 19th. But that, obviously, when Chris Powell disappeared and David Wagner came, I think it was in November, December time. Obviously, the rest is history. 2017, we won uh, the playoffs from fifth place. Then we came fifth bottom in the Premier League, which was an absolute miracle. And then last year, well, least said about it the better we were bottom (laughs) and we was relegated. So quite a lot of things uh, I've brought out. So 10 years, so the worst uh, two town moments. I said, I've kind of challenged you guys all with two moments. I've gone a bit wild, but we'll move on. So Neil, what are your worst two town moments of the, of the decade? Let's start on a negative. I've tried to think a bit out of box, to be honest, Although, (laughs) although
6: my first one isn't. Um, the first one's just the whole second half of last season. It was just completely and utterly depressing every minute of it. There were no joy in that whatsoever. You were turning up knowing we were going to get nil. And there's no joy as a football fan in that. with going with no hope whatsoever. So I've I'm, I'm just bunched together the whole second half of last season. And the other one for me were one that actually no to do with the football really. Um, were seeing Tommy Smith get airlifted out of the ground. That were a bit of a, a sobering yeah, yeah. one because it's it just shows you that some, sometimes it's more than balling it back at net and that that was a worrying time that one. So yeah, the, the, and I'll never forget that feeling of seeing that, that unbelievable you know, lifted out. i so, Billy yeah, Sharp got that, that
4: late winner, jumping yeah. in a crowd and then Smith down yeah, and helicopter. Yeah, I must have met. Obviously, the links with air
6: ambulance as well for us. It were sort of ironic, probably wrong word, Poignant. but yeah, but you know, to, for us to actually need it inside our own ground after raising so much money for it. So that's, yeah, that
4: was yeah. horrible, horrible to see. A few I, I had, I, similar to you, Neil. I, Southampton at home were one for me, I think, what, 23rd of December. I think it's come up in my Facebook memories or something that, today, but I, it's funny. It was a couple of guys in the pub talking. I sat there saying that. I remember, you remember Southampton at home? We were in a pub at halftime and stuff. I remember, I think, Ings, Redmond scored early on. Then Ings got a penalty for time And for me, we were relegated there and then. And I like you, I was just thinking, oh my God, there's going to be five months of non-event football and and the worst thing was to me it were like that Wolves game we're only in November and it just felt all of a sudden from being 14 from a fighting chance we'd it had gone just like that and it was it was really depressing I just remember it kind of sure. really made me sad over Christmas that because that Wolves game done. I think
3: we were on like we had like 14 points then and we only got like <laughs> we, two more we, we, points we went we above then
6: or just behind them we got on 14 we went to 14 that's like league October, that October we had like 14 points and we got like two more two, like I think the, the biggest thing about that war it it won not that would gone to walls and fluked. It, we we, we, we absolutely murdered we're him. awesome. And then
4: from that, it just it just fell apart. Right? The other things, uh, Peterborough, Old Trafford, I bet it might be on YouTube, guys. Sorry for my that. List. I've just put T-shirts stroke violence after. I'm not even bothered about kind of the game. Yeah, Obviously, it was that. an issue, but I thought it was an honourable. Oh, the day, full stop, not result, the atmosphere. I think we've, <coughs> we talked about it before on some of us on podcasts, but... I think the other thing really was 14th of January uh this year uh David Wagner going I remember being in Madrid uh getting that text and I just remember that Bristol City away that cup game the game before the Cardiff one and I, I looked at the at the sidelines and just the way it was going I just had a feeling that it was race will run then but even so when you got that message then obviously everyone passing your text have you seen it have you seen it and really really sad so matt's proper gesturing me so I think I've stolen <laughs> some of his <laughs> Go not, Matt, I've, got, I've got a
3: list I, well I knew that had happened so I created a list it's christmas it's the time for <laughs> making lists isn't it so um Simon simon's going bloody hell, I'm going I stuck to me day. too yeah I've got um Sorry Neil <laughs> I've got f- I've I lost I listed five because I thought I'm probably end up last and I don't want to wait all well some have already gone but um number one Dean <laughs> Dean Hoyle's illness um you know yeah. that that was that was bad and yeah, I did have that one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, So Simon and me, Dean Hall's illness was number one. Number two, Peterborough in 2011. And again, I remember walking down the dual carriageway absolutely fuming. It just, I was just like, you ever seen the Bittersweet Symphony, the Verve thing, where he's just like angrily walking? That <laughs> was me walking down the dual carriageway the wrong way in Manchester. And oh. it wasn't just the game. It was just, oh. we were slightly on top. It wasn't great. And then they scored their first free kick, a free kick from something that was 10 yards offside. And then we just capitulated and it was just, that year was supposed to be ours. You know, yeah. We were going everywhere. We were winning everywhere. I remember us meeting you, Neil, down at with Dean You know, we oh, were down there. Part
4: two points.
3: Yeah, we, we had a record, didn't we, for not going up. And everything just, it's a bit like Leeds United. It was stars aligned. <laughs> <laughs> it's, everything just seemed like it was our year. And then I just felt so, I'm going to swear, pissed off for Ooh. just that That people were throwing, you know, throwing T-shirt. It just felt like such a slap in the face to Dean Oil and you know, and the work that had gone in there, people are throwing the t-shirts, having a history, the violence, you know, people, you know, the, those fighting in the stands, it just, it was just a bad taste. It was just such a bad day for the football club all over was that. And I, I just didn't enjoy any of it. And storm, storming down the grass banking in, chill carriage uh wagner leaving was my third it just felt like that for me just felt like the football gods going right lads you've had your phone up here now f off back to you know bottom end of the championship that was, <laughs> and we obliged <laughs> yeah, we're obliged tenfold don't we i've never looked at it like that that's quite <laughs> amusing actually yeah uh, summer 2018 those signings just not good but let's said the better and then appointing chris powell we, we needed we needed someone to rev... I remember Dean... I'm not going to dig Dean out for this, because who would have known at the time? But I remember him saying, we just need to rev things up after Matt Robbins. That was a quote. We just need to rev things up. Bloody hell. You know, it couldn't... <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you didn't
3: go to Wolves away then, eh? Oh, think of the no, good I times didn't. Then. I didn't, and that
4: was a great performance. <laughs> Connor Cody, yeah. That's well, well, oh, the sign of it, 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 it was
3: just a really nice blow at Chris Powell, but what I've written is just that... Shit manager. He instilled st- yeah. this... <laughs> He instilled this like fear <laughs> No, but he instilled this fear complex in the club and it just is
1: he
6: instilled it in me, I
3: didn't want to go. Oh, it just it thing it just espoused negativity all <laughs> over the club. Just it's just we can't compete with them. We can't compete we couldn't compete with like ninety percent of the championship according to him. And we just acted like a, a non league outfit on a jolly, you know, for a season in the championship. And it just I, I hated it. It just it just annoyed me. And the whole
4: train tickets went down, didn't that? After they left from Wakefield to London, <laughs> the sales. But yeah, at least said about it, the better. So, any, any, I nice anything? Nice I think else? You follow all that? Um, <laughs> Sorry mate. <laughs> I've i got think got twelve kind of, of, uh, for the next one. What so. i have written down actually
2: is uh, quite similar to what you guys got. The one I would add was um, Brighton at home. Kind of uh, when Steve Mooney got that red card. Because for me, I know you spoke about previously about when you think we got relegated. For me, that was such a pivotal moment in in the in the. In the Kind of second Premier League season, one nil up at the time. I think Xancred scored from the corner, hadn't they? Um, again, playing against Brighton at that time, out of the relegation zone. Rooney um, sent off, which still don't to this day I don't is a red card. I still, I still we're going to
3: lose two one. I still think the Pritchard one's the worst from that because Pritchard got assaulted in the box, just about to tap it in. It's, Did yep, It's a right. red card. Should have been a penalty. we were one nil up. I think we win that game. I agree, and I think kind of, it's kind of as the season
2: progresses, Unie lots of a things bit went wrong. But. Now, you know. I, I just don't think that was a red card. I think that was quite a pivotal moment and kind of one that left I don't, a bro. bitter taste in my mouth.
4: Right, let's get it positive, man. The best two-town moments. I wrote five down. Sorry, Neil. I've not stuck to the plan. I've so. got 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like off all in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> my I, episode two. Right, I'll go quickly then. Chelsea away, Sheffield Wednesday away, Obviously, when we stayed up in the Prem, when we got into the playoff final. Do you want your highlights, Cozzy? You are. Do you want the highlights? Yeah, go on.
3: So which one do you want?
4: I want the Sheffield Wednesday away because... (laughs) Incredible. uh, I think it would just before Christmas. We took a huge one. We even filled nearly the bottom tier. And I remember Satan's name dropped here because I was still with like I've got to go. I've got a Christmas bike to go to and I just were at the top of the steps I thought I'll watch this one last attack and then
3: Cosie, if you thought Neil well, Neil Neil, not this Neil Noel Whelan was an absolute danger get a load of these two
7: plays a little one two he'll get it back now Will Roberts from uh, Novak and just tries to get past his man, it's Tavernier, he gets a second bite of the cherry, in towards Jordan Rhodes, and he's nodded it into the back of the net, Pass by Water. Well, it's been coming, it has to be said, and Jordan Rhodes, third time lucky, has opened the scoring in 11 minutes. David's predicting a 4-1 win for Sheffield Wednesday today, I think he's had to revise his initial uh, suggestion, but uh, at the moment it's Huddersfield coming forward, and another cross into the box, and another goal! Well, it's the same route, cross on the left-hand side, John Rhodes with a header from, uh, well, I suppose he was at the front post, he just uses uh, all of the power from the cross to uh, steer it goalwards. It's Jones! Oh! Jones! He throws Wednesday lifeline with a header into the far corner, it's still not away, another chance, another yeah! then Wednesday line! Johnson! Oh! Kicks it through the middle, and this is a chance for Wednesday now. Trying to uh, go Good. through now. This is a great opportunity. Oh! a great goal! What a goal! Sheffield Wednesday take the lead! taken now by Lyons, this free kick, and this is a chance for that man O'Grady! Yes! And Chris O'Grady scores! He's running backwards, and he manages to head it goalwards, Bennett can't get there, and it goes over the goal line, and Sheffield Wednesday have got a two-goal cushion. It's come out towards Roberts, back inside for Tommy Miller, maybe a chance to develop something here, it's with Roberts, who slots it into the box, this is a chance, it's a goal. It's more than a chance, it's a goal, and no, you could see Jordan, that opening up. To Jordan Rhodes again. I'm not going to say who it is, because I didn't really see who it is. He's uh, milking the applause, whoever he is, and that just goes to show this game isn't done and dusted. Up towards uh, low, tries not to willing, flick get it by. on. Here is uh, his straight partner chasing after it. And know goes back towards the goalkeeper. He clears it away, though, and Huddersfield got the they chance know. with Clark to knock it through. This could be a chance to equalise! And they have equalised And You know who scored it, don't you? It's Jordan Rhodes. It's his fourth of the game. Huddersfield's fourth of the game, and it's going to end 4-4.
4: <laughs>
3: I love that. Where's back of that guy? Going, <laughs> a, his ball goes through, and he's going, bleed hell! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Brilliant. Right, coming start again, yeah? Off you go. Incredible memories there. <laughs> oh, that guy there bleeding hell when the uh, when roads were through. Incredible uh, game. I think Peter Clark strutting on the balcony before lifting the playoff trophy final. For me, that, it's such an iconic moment up there without uh, anything we did in the, the Premier League. I mean, think he almost felt like this were we deserved it so much, so many heartbreaks, haven't we? And Peter Clark crying at, I think what it was Trafford, was it? That, mm. To go from that to that. And it's, Interesting, there's been debate on there like who's the best team player in the decade, and Peter Clark won't get in. But to me, for some people, but for me, he epitomized everything about it. Such a good guy and all, and that paradise song, and he just like he's strutting about waiting for that trophy. Unbelievable times as well. Barnsley home, 2 2. That, when the play slowed down, and then the pitch invasion after it were carnage. I thought we were going down it for a, probably about 10 minutes. Jermaine Beckford, though, on that day, tremendous. And then. Cameroon scored as... as- Cozzy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with delivery. You win, order now on the McDonald's app.
3: At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: on 116 123. That's 116 123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Were it Vaughan, it?
4: I think it might Vaughan, have been. Yeah, be. yeah Vaughn. And then obviously, Agent Dunn, that's probably why he'd from that day even onwards, but we're a bit naughty, weren't it? But for me, the best town moment is not really anything to do with the game. It was. Dean Hall and his family after the Man United game last season. I just thought that were one of the the best things, the most beautiful things about when they were doing the kind of German wave in front of the south stand. I just felt that he so deserved that. And yeah, we'd gone down, but the, the ride that, you know, we're kind of going through here that he took us on and the fact he were on the pitch with his sons and, and Janet and everything, it was just a fitting way. I remember when Sky was showing it, because I wasn't actually at the game watching it on Sky, and they were, there were people saying, well, hang on a minute, they've been really get what they're doing this for. Because that just sums up modern fans. I don't get it. But what that family done for industrial Town, it were incredible. And it was such an emotional kind of teary moment. And obviously when he came in and did the pod with us, he, he touched on it and didn't... It was just a beautiful thing with that. And for me, that was my... Probably the best moment of the last 10 years. Because it just, just felt the end of an amazing story. And, and he deserved that. And like I said to us, he probably nearly went well, went with us, was he, in that as well? I think, I think what stuck with me
2: for that particular moment was um, how complimentary Woodward was about one Dean Hoyle and about two the whole kind of situation and how almost he kind of couldn't believe what he was seeing in front of him, kind of a chairman of Manchester United, who I think is kind of um, not particularly highly thought of by quite a large proportion of their fans. Uh, on, on all, st- of all of them. <laughs> um, kind of counter that with kind of what the reception that Dean Hall got from Huddersfield was kind of something very, very different.
4: Final one, Wagner versus Leeds uh, after the oh, F yeah. winner. Oh, sorry, man. It's my show. I'm presenting.
5: Infield, he's got Moy. Moy can still hit one anyway. Deflection, off 2-1 on a field town. Michael Haefeler, the cult hero, takes advantage of a deflection. Bring the moment on a field town because a German has won the West Yorkshire Derby.
4: I just thought the Wagner thing showed everything about us because we will not be messed about. We're doing it our way. He did it his way. And was just obviously just everything about it, but so does that mean you guys have got nothing else to uh, mention? Hey, I, right? made <laughs> I made a list of twelve. So I like Neil, come anything? to me last. <laughs>
6: if this goes on more than an hour, turn off on sixty minutes. Do not listen anymore. <laughs> so
4: we've only had about thirty minutes. Neil, anything <laughs> different than that?
6: Oh, sorry, I just nodded off through all that.
4: <laughs>
6: uh. <laughs> the whole Premier League promotion season, just bunch it all together. It the all the all experience you Could just tell we were going up, it was just happening. You just knew it was happening, and uh,
4: to actually see it through, you talk yourself out of it when it gets to playoffs. But when did you think that we were definitely going up when it when it were like that's happening? This is going
6: to sound ridiculous, but after those first three away games Newcastle, that season, yeah, were Newcastle, Leeds, and Villa, and you're thinking it wouldn't get much harder than that. As three away games, and we got seven, seven points. points out of it, <laughs> and I'd I remember saying to Faz at the time, it's happening. This, this bloke is special. And it were all, just, with Wagner, it, everything just felt right. And even when Newcastle beat us at our place, I was still convinced then. I was still convinced.
2: There was a game against Brighton at home, where I thought was the best football I've seen yeah, a and long we, time. we, night, we yeah, beat three
6: Ladies, the has been four days, didn't we? And battered them both. Bruno got booked, I think, within inside kind
2: of a minute when Van der Parra skinned <laughs> him. And we could have put four or five past them that night, we really could. And I think that for me was kind of some of the best football I've seen as a field Town fan. And I think, about know, the moment where we thought we were going
6: up, that kind of certainly one of mine. And then you've got um, you, nobody'll ever forget as a Town fan beating Manuel.
5: Aaron Moy pounces, Moy is on the ball and in space now, on the counter-attack. Ince arrives on the overlap, here's Tom Ince, he cuts field, then outside, his shot's blocked, Aaron Moy! 1-0 Huddersfield Town! 1-0 Huddersfield Town against Manchester United! And whatever the outcome of this match, and of Huddersfield Town's season as a whole, frame the moment, town fans! Because... Lindelof misses his header, De was in, round de Gea. Two nil Huddersfield Town. Two nil Huddersfield Town. A defensive slip by Lindelof and Laurent Duportre, the build big, big Belgian striker for Huddersfield Town has taken his chance. And how? Two nil. Town lead Manchester United.
6: And that's you, you've got to in, you've yeah. just got to include that because oh that you know that's that is the stuff that dreams are made of, and if. As any football fan, you can talk about any any team in this country you want, but the one that gives everybody the biggest pull is Manu. What, not bar, Leeds? Bar none. It's <laughs> in it, it. It's have it, it is, it? You got Liverpool, Tottenham, everybody else. It's Manu. Oh, and that, to, to get them at home and beat them, they were just ridiculous.
4: Absolutely ridiculous. That moment it took ridiculous. it round here, Neil. That moment it took it round here, and, and you. Time you thought, stopped. It was. Time it stopped, did. It's like yeah. Christ, we're going to be two and up against Man United. And we what? I like
6: Bernard's watch. Just crackers. And, you know, I mean, obviously the the Chelsea away, for anybody who were down there that oh. night, you, you you can't replace that feeling. And I, just, I still, I still genuinely it? think that that could Williams be the worst results across. we've ever had. I think if we'd have lost, we'd have been in a better position now. But to take away that feeling, nah, no. Do you want to hear that feeling again?
5: Williams streaking across the halfway line runs into Christopher Schindler and Town knock it forward. De Ploetters oh. forward. De Plattra's got the better. <laughs> yeah! And Laurent De Plaxer scores. Laurent De Plaxer scores. He bumped off. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Incredible moment. Uh, yeah, lucky enough to be there, and oh, wow, just uh, amazing. But going, going back to other,
6: other ones as well. I mean, Sheffield United at Wembley. One of the worst games of football you'll ever see. <laughs> As what Reading game, to be fair. They always are. One wow, of the worst so that, games of football yeah. you'll ever see. Cracking suntan. Talk about doing it drama. <sighs> I mean, 8-7, everybody on pitch takes a pen. And it's, you know, our, our keeper that sends us up, which is bonkers, isn't it? Absolutely bonkers. You never forget stuff like that. And I'll be honest, I think me, along with a lot of town fans you sort of think you've reached your peak there a bit yeah you do you know you've, yeah. you've got promoted to championship eventually you're, you're back in <laughs> with your Derby and Forest, and you know these ceiling big, but yeah and he well that's what we've been told for so long yeah. that, and it's sort of it was sort of built in to believe that that's as good as we could oh, ever nice. be and when Wagner <clears throat> came he completely changed all that and he made you believe that it could be better and it should be better and yeah. Made you believe that like you Think you, you, had, you had the yeah. right to be there, not just there to make up numbers, and that that's why, like oh. I said, my when, mine. Well, after those first three away games, I mean, Effler's goal when he scored it off your ass from thirty-five yards, <laughs> you're going up, aren't
4: you? You know that's ridiculous. But that's shuffling not one. I mean, Steve Simmonson, some of the worst <coughs> penalties you'll ever see. I remember was it Tommy Miller when it just the Alan
6: Lee, Damien <laughs> Johnson, and Tommy Miller with three at worst penalties anybody will ever witness. Oh, Danger pens.
3: Like. And then Cozzy, Cozzy.
5: Who'd be in Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted to the championship.
4: It was just, I think, a releasing him on it? Because all them couple of seasons of playoff heartache and that as well, and I mean, when you're losing, what, what were they adding uh, the penalties with? It two 0 I can't remember. Was it,
6: was
4: after, I after, think after we, we we scored one out at
6: first five, or first four. <laughs> uh, Clark's got. Yeah, we the scored, fourth, we score, it, and then yeah. our field got the fifth. Yeah. yeah. We, well, we scored eight on bounce, didn't we? We missed first, we missed first three, and then
4: scored eight on bounce. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, shifting out now fifth in the Premier League or something. But that time it was uh, yeah, it's amazing how football is like that, though, isn't it? They must have been like. Good luck to them. Yeah, unbelievable. Anything else, Neil, from there? No,
6: I'll let, I don't want to pinch anybody else's. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> happy to sit with me too. Not real off nine. <laughs> I've
2: got, I'll dive I've got in shopping
6: then. getting delivered. I've got to get home soon. I'll dive in if on Matt's big list. Um,
5: son of, a <coughs> <laughs>
2: might tend to go first this time. Um, Tom Ince's goal against Watford. That's the one that kind of
5: edge of the box ahead of clear by Capu, and Watford will chase out. The platter's in there. Here's Zanka to turn it into the Papua. Yes! Coming yes, scored! Yeah. Coming to <laughs> scored! One of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history! It's a big, big brick in the wall of Huddersfield Town's determination to stay in the Premier League!
2: Lives long in the memory for me. Um, for someone who kind of had such high expectations of... Um, kind of come into the season, for someone who kind of probably struggled at that level more than what I thought he would. And he was still better than
6: you, then we signed
2: <laughs> last so <summer>. very true. <laughs> Yeah, But for someone who actually kind of, you heard a lot about him before he joined, about how he wouldn't buy into the work, how he'd been lazy, etc. For me, actually, Tom Hintz was a, a remarkable, a good professional, whilst he was at Huddersfield Town and someone you wanted to see do well and then Kind of the way he scored that goal, the timing of that goal against Watford kinda of so of important. Yeah, yeah, a little, bit, a little yeah. bit unfairly. I was so pleased for him and, and kind of so pleased for the, the club and the team, etc. Um that for me was kind of a, a really pivotal moment and kind of one that kind of yeah, leaves long in the memory. There's that clip going around as well. I have been able we'll anyone see it with the Titanic music over it and <laughs> kind of just kind of, yeah. one that kind of uh sticks with me.
3: I'll let you jump in now, Matt. Yeah, this is my this is my number one. Um this this moment is probably my favourite. I've got Man United as number two, Neil, but this, this is number one for me. And it was, I think, any, everyone who was there that night understands why. And, and I, I think there was no expectancy on us to win the game. And everybody had written us off, and then.
5: Forrestieri, saved by Danny Ward. Hobbitsfield <laughs> Town, the annual strugglers. Who've become Premier League dreamers are defying the odds again. The dream is on.
6: You're Wednesday away. Ridiculous. Then you got Wembley. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And then we follow it up with Crystal Palace away. First game in Premier League after those two mad games in playoffs. Number Palace five. away and we go and absolutely <laughs> batter them and... As a
5: town play down the left and Moy stayed side. Here's Mounier 2-0 Huddersfield Town on the opening day of the Premier League.
6: Anybody who ain't got Palace in the top sort of five or six memories ever, you're wrong because that to see town in well, premier league with that
4: best away there that that's what come on cuz I'll I'll, I'll
3: I'll base through these very quickly so it was Danny Ward one man United two Schindler's penalty three the party St George is St George's square the party Wagner singing on the microphone just unbelievable oh, yeah. uh, Chelsea away we are, we, are we
8: are premier league we are premier league we are premier league we are premier league we are
3: premier league first ever premier league games away at Palace home against Newcastle uh, Sheffield United 6, Watford 7 Heffield and Wagner scrapping with 8 Tommy Smith at Rotherham <laughs> on Valentine's Day 9 That's the moment I thought We're, 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 going, we're I was heading good. the right way here uh, Cowley's ball goes over
5: the bar like Kachunga leads it. Smith scores for Huddersfield Town 3-2 Town Kachunga left it And it's Tommy Smith the skipper Who's drilled in Surely one of the most important goals Of the Huddersfield Town season
3: Disappointed. It just felt like the Titanic turned around. Um, brilliant from uh, a brilliant appointment, and that's Phil making his stamp with him and David Webb. And then the last two were beating Wickham away six 0 on TV. I, I love yeah, that. Have Friday night. Yeah. Jordan Rhodes getting five, <laughs> uh, and then Bournemouth on penalties, which uh, I'll put the highlights on now.
0: Fellow substitute Pew, oh, and the header is into the net from Ings. Bournemouth lead for the first time in the tie and might that be the crucial goal Danny Ings who missed a penalty on Saturday makes amends here Huddersfield 2 Bournemouth 3 has Danny Ings got the goal that sends the Cherries to Old Trafford But swings it over, it's headed into the net. This is extraordinary. Sixth goal of the game. It's Anthony Kaye who scored it. In stoppage time at the end of the first half of extra time. It's now 3-3. What a powerful header that is. Anton Robinson, next in line for Bournemouth. Oh, and he hits the bar. And now it really is advantage Huddersfield. Oh, it's just about in. And Huddersfield are through. A dramatic game. Ends in joy for the home side. 4-4 on aggregate. It's Huddersfield who go through 4-2 on penalties. That's the winning kick. Huddersfield on their way to Old Trafford.
4: Now, the best town player and the worst town player of the decade. So, the best... Let's start with the worst. I've got...
3: Everyone's going to say the same best one, out, not we, surely?
4: Oh, it'd be interesting. The, so, yeah. the worst ones I've got here, some of these... I don't want to discuss them. Jazz Richards, Jason Davidson, Anton Robinson, David oh, oh, Edgar. I, I thought we'd done a team earlier it season. I, didn't I did again. a team.
3: I didn't, there were so many, I did a team as well. <laughs> <laughs> there's David no need Edke. to discuss.
4: David I hated him so much. He was absolute dross. What did Chris Powell won? <clears throat> yeah, of course he was. Neil, worst town player. There's, so, only, there's only one.
6: I know you. There, there, there is only one who can be the worst town player ever. And he's still on books. <laughs> and he cost us £13 million. Pound. I was say and anybody but, yeah. who's cost anybody £13 million, pound. and as somebody tweeted <laughs> other week, I've had more minutes on pitch than him this season. <laughs> Run faster <laughs> as well, okay? Yeah. Isaac and Benzer is an absolute disgrace to his profession. He's a disgraceful stop. He's the most embarrassing sign in field Town I've ever made. 30, you just get your head around that. £13 million, pounds and he ain't worth... One pound thirty. In worth Absolute shite. One hundred percent, the worst player we've ever had. That's uh, quite I a quite uh, a. Can't really
2: follow that. Sorry, si, well that that's exactly what I'd written down. I, he's on my. He's a, <laughs> <probably>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing swears. else to add. He right, I'm going to swap him
3: very quickly. Um, I, I, because you did that team of the last ten years. So I thought you wanted a, a rubbish team. Uh, goalkeepers was hard Joe Murphy But Lloyd Allenson Poor Lloyd Because he had to pick the ball Out of the net five times But he wasn't that bad uh, a Back four Anthony Gerrard Because he was such a bellend <laughs> he was, Absolute he was. bellend God, When book. you walked
4: into Canalside And you were there he, would, he, would, he lived up to it And, all. and on Twitter as well it's gone he's,
3: he's about noise complaints Because his dog's back And all the music And he's like It's not my fault What an asshole but <laughs> Liam Cooper, Murray Wallace, Stephen Jordan, left back, but Jason Davidson.
4: eventyard <laughs> Midfield, <laughs> I'm going oh, yeah, to...
3: Midfield, <laughs> Donald McDermott, Anton Robinson, Jason Punch and Elvis Manu, Jesus and then Daniel... <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel Carr and Ishmael Miller up front. Um, and Jesus. then I've got Joe Murphy, Jason Davidson, <laughs> Neil Trotman. Who thought Neil Trotman was a good idea?
1: When well,
4: wow.
3: he part of this Neil Trotman? Jesus. Yeah, 2010. Elvis Manu. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Croft. Lee Croft he had like body he had like my his? chest yeah. and like Simon's legs Gosh. Gosh.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we've had some
3: David Benzer Diego Aris Mendy oh. Raddy Majewski and Simon Church next Deer
6: Carby <laughs> I'm throwing him in Dear Carby 7.2 man- million manager
3: Chris Powell yeah. I man- not on there manager's save vert for me
4: Richards were like messy compared to Arie Mendy wasn't <laughs> it it's was shocking best town player you were saying the only... I know what you're going to say, but I'm, I'm going to say Jordan Rhodes. Do you know what? 40 goals in a season, that's... that's 124 good. appearances, 73 goals. thought he were brilliant. And I'll and yeah. I, I tell you what I like about him. even though he gets stick when we play him and he will do when we play again. He still buys when he could have gone. He got us <laughs> up. But people... I, it gets me mad when they are booing for no, the money and that. No, Solid, man. Never, no, he
3: could have gone. He got offered 50 grand a week at Blackburn. Of course you're going to go. We're yeah.
4: nowhere near that. Yeah, he could have gone. So for me, Jordan Rhodes, Neil...
6: Christopher Schindler. What? Oh, he was wow. my... No, he's my second. He's Whoosh. my
4: second. Are you just saying that because he's still with us now? No. Because he's damn no. sexy, that's oh, why. I can't believe no. that. No,
6: but f- I'm, I'm just looking at impact he's over all the time they've been at Football Club. And out of all... F- foreigners get a bad rep for not having backbone for English football and this and other. And we've seen a few come and go and a few still to go, thank God, and Benza, off your pops on. Um... <laughs> You're gonna are gonna give him the lift out to the but, airport. If the if the club don't get you to give him the lift to Leeds Bradford, yeah, I'm not in car. I'll kick him the <laughs> out. No, there. I thought about Schindler then. No, 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 no. Hell, no. So, Schindler for me is just is epitomised now what a captain should be. He stood by club when it, it could have been so easy for him to clear off back to Germany this summer, and nobody could have blamed him. He's no. given us absolutely everything, and it's not down just to a penalty at Wembley. It's Danwin being a bloody good centre half, and when you consider what he costs, one point eight million quid, snip, absolute bargain, and he's still doing it today. And he would, would have—he's still one of the best it, defenders in this league, without a doubt. I—I won't swap him for any other centre half in this division. None no, of them. No, and that's not—that's not blue and white biased eyes. That is—he's is a proper centre half. He love you, Shindler. Yeah, and <laughs> so for me, I think game by game basis, I haven't seen anybody better than Adam Moy. I haven't. Yeah, he's my number one. But, That's my choice. But Christopher Schindler, for me, epitomises what I want in Huddersfield, town player, everything. I, I, I love the man. He's brilliant. Wow,
4: it shocked me that because I thought Say Yards is mine and I thought that were Neil's, but obviously both... Yeah, I mean, played. kind of, it's quite a difficult call, isn't it? Kind of both an exemplary since the time at the club,
2: but yeah, Aaron Moy, for me, just kind of that creativity, that kind of spark he brought to the pitch in the town shirt, kind of a relatively unknown, didn't know where he'd come from, didn't know what to expect from him and, Quite quickly, evidently was such a such an important player for us, and kind of I think that's shown since he's left. Actually, how we struggled to replace him. It
6: reminded him. me, not not in that he's a similar kind of player, but the impact he had when I first saw him. I, it reminded me when 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 I first saw Dean Gore play for town, and I just thought, this lad's good. This lad is really good, and my wow. next level. My my wow. is undoubtedly a top class footballer, and to be fair, he's showing it in Premier League now. Yeah, he's playing where he deserves to be. But for me. Not not just that football, it's it's it encompass everything. It's Schindler. Out.
3: Matt? In terms of talent, Aaron Moy, uh, Schindler's a very close second. Uh, Jordan Rhodes is my third and then Hogg's number four. Because um, I think Jonathan Hogg's been here for almost the entire decade and he's never... He, he had a few injury issues, didn't he, early on, but he's always been he's always been a constant throughout this team. And, you know, he's, he's moved from manager to manager and he's given everything for every manager he's played under. I think he's a, a proper professional. Uh, then I had, uh, but my, my team, Cozzy, was uh goal, Smith, right back, Haefeler, Schindler, Lever Hogg, Clayton, Adam Clayton. I thought he was brilliant that season where he got player of the year. Uh, Aaron Moy, and then up front, I've got Rhodes, Grant, and James Vaughan. No, See, with My 11. No Wells.
6: My 11, no, with, no Wells. Uh, my 11 was had uh, had goal, but I'd have been quite a bit of C Smithies there either. Yeah, it was Be a Back one, four, yeah. I had Tommy Smith, Peter Clark, Schindler, and Chris Lever. I think Chris Laver is the one that we've missed more than anybody else this season. Top class professional, top class left back. Then my midfield for a decade would have been Roberts, Hogg, Moy, Pilkington, and Rhodes and Grant.
4: Mine uh, will be on the Sky Sports website over Christmas, <laughs> but the fans, <laughs> but the fans have no. picked no, it as no, well. No, no, uh, no. The fans have <laughs> picked it. Best of way do you <laughs> touched on it? I just <coughs> wrote here Crystal Palace. Two for twenty-six minutes, 0-3, three. Two for money. One on goal. Hot. I was drunk. We were top the big time. That's all I put. <laughs> Mine. Two thousand
6: and eleven. October first. Absolutely scorching day down in capital. Town nil. Sorry, Brentford nil. <laughs> town Brentford nil. <laughs> town four. This? We absolutely ruined them. We ruined them. It, it, it yeah. was well, uh, Yeah. It was absolutely scorching. <laughs> not there were about fifteen of us went down on on a train at quarter five from Wakefield. That's a Scott we're in Bradley London, but Yeah, that's a Scott yeah. Bradley covered in coke. On a, <laughs> rolled up dressed like Tin Emman. <laughs> rolled up dressed like Tin and somebody splashed a bottle of coke over him and yeah. around like a Friesian cow ah, all day. Right. <laughs> it's not he not the couldn't day have cared And the old day were just monumental day out, everything about it. <laughs> Ended with Nelly, Adam Asquith, talking to myself in a mirror in a cocktail bar. <laughs> so, was that wrong? He just like with somebody else. And, uh, well, yeah, far away win, brilliant. It was just a top-class day out that, best ever. So, si? uh, You'll be amazed to me it's not Charlton away from the week.
2: Um, <laughs> that was... Uh, uh, Why, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, less fun. Um, for me, I'm, I'm going to pick two. But it, was quite, it was quite an interesting week for me because they were both quite close proximity. Tuesday night, I think, was Burton away. We scraped a 1-0 <coughs> win. I kind of slept all the way back from London. safe terrace? Wells. I,
3: I couldn't get in. I was, I was trapped out of the it back. You on unsafe. So I remember
2: kind of slept up there, but great 1-0 win. Then on the Friday night, we went to Norwich away. I kind of stayed with a mate. Um, and kind of, that was such a kind of great performance. that And it, those kind of two wins in such
3: close proximity were really, really good.
4: Matt? Matt?
3: Uh, very quickly, Chef Wednesday playoffs, obviously. Palace Premier League. Watford Premier League, remember that? 4 1 down. Yeah,
4: I would think What a game, Because
3: we were great
4: that day. not just a yeah. win, we were bloody good. Yeah, we were.
3: Leeds when Carry Matmore ripped them to bits yeah. at Elendrock.
4: Karim <laughs> Matmore. <laughs> Elvis Manu on the bench. Where's I'm he now? i going to ruin my carpet, Ridiculous. Oh, that's one for Google. Wickham that. on
3: TV, Brighton at the Withdean when 1 3 2, and then MK Don's in the playoffs when we beat them 2 0 in the first leg.
4: Right, so Neil, normally you have a monopoly on the dangers, and I've not brought anything down. I've I've thought about this all day, and I I can't think of anything. (laughs) Hi, I'm Stephen Chicken, and you're entering the danger zone. Him, but shall we uh, build up the anticipation? I read a few tweets. I've got, this is so funny, one of them here, Eric Derm, and it's <laughs> an inability to navigate a Starbucks drive-thru.
3: a pillock is Derm, it's yeah. like he can, it's like he just yeah. wants fresh bread, there's two
4: bakeries <laughs> where it, around the corner from where he lived in Murfield, I don't know where he lived, there's talk, well, two lad, bakeries. That, and it's funny to say that, Harry Willard says, or his main capability of being able to find some in-date bread. So, what's Watson 247? What the, seven. the, to, the toast it. story about Dermot? Oh, yeah. What a what Gary Monk's getting a lot of uh, votes on here. Jacob Rogers is one of them. Um, Thomas Setworth says Michael Oliver. See, I've kept it in house for this because <coughs> we're talking about
6: town for a decade. Yeah. I've, I've kept it in house. Well, back
4: to town. Watson DPW 247. Whoever came up with the restrictions to half time, that meant we wouldn't, when we went up, we'd lost dizzy penalties. Disgrace. Never to return. Disgrace. And that as well. Uh, Bring back, Rambo. Adrian Durham has been mentioned by Mark Cox. Uh, Andy K agrees. Uh, Rob says Isaac and Benza. <laughs> Given the amount of <laughs> money he's spent on him and still is spent compared to the return we've seen. He's, it says here his singing has possibly done the most damage to the club, so not <laughs> mine. I think he meant to say signing and that as well. Although someone <laughs> says you can't blame the guy who doesn't take the price. Uh, Mike Terry seven and two, Jan Siever and Julian Winter, and then it got a bit of a debate broke out, which uh, I don't want to talk about. Gary Monk, what a tool! William Bradbury, Ace seconds that. But now, drum roll, Neil,
6: Julian Winter, yes, yes. I, I'm not balls to him. He's off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute, okay. probably the worst ever chief exec of any football club. His record of 40 came was absolute garbage. His record with us, garbage. When Dean Oil got ill, and the club needed some direction badly, that's when you'd expect your chief exec to step up, take the reins, be the front, bring the club through a difficult period. Do as much as you possibly can. Speak to fans, speak to the media, speak to anybody you can. Get the messages out there, nothing. He did. Either way, did absolutely nothing. Blamed everything everybody else. Spineless, weak management. Utter disgrace to the football club. Good riddance. Off your pop. Never come back. Been waiting to say that for so oh, long. Because yeah.
3: he's still here, you think, no, we'll wait until yeah, he goes. Of <laughs> off your pop, whopper winter. <laughs> I haven't
4: got psyched. Did you have a whopper? I don't think I can follow that, really. did not you? I've got two.
3: I've got two. Um, one of them is... Uh, I know I'm a Huddersfield Giants fan, but one of them is Ken Davy. Uh, he obviously everyone knows he took the shares for two pounds, and then he said to Dean Hoyle, "I will sell you the shares back for two pound if you pay me back every penny I put into this football club <coughs> plus interest." Well, seven pound forty. So he could so he could yeah, say I'm he sold them back for two pounds. But my uh, my <coughs> I, I thought I'd go a bit left field and uh, and name this guy as my my danger. If you've got your headphones on.
0: Days like today. I want Three promotions in four years is a dream when you're on a football club, and I guess we're one of the so-called small guys within the football industry, but for a small fry, as we say, <laughs> three promotions in four years, old says punch punching over our way, I'd say it's normal when it comes to Darren Ferguson and his staff and these players. So, Yesterday, what made it more memorable was they might have had their 35,000 free t-shirts and signs saying believe. Which, to be honest, I'm sure they used those signs to wipe their ass at the end of the game. But for me, all that mattered was the 15,000 people,
3: you. I'm turning that off. Dara McAntony, what a danger.
4: Dara the danger. And finally, has one great Newscaster used to say. So, this one wish for the next decade for Huddersfield. Mine's pretty boring to be honest. So I'm going b- to, yeah, going to go up for the Twitter. We've got some really good ones really in that as well. Martin Shaw. It would be nice to play Wolves more often. We could really do with the points. <laughs> 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 Jody Calvert getting back in the Premier League wouldn't even be in my top three. Uh, one, continue to build on our financial sustainability. Don't waste money. Keep the cowleys. They're excellent for our club and play some entertaining football, preferably in the top thirty. Smile while well seeing, I would love to town to be the champions of the championship. We have credibility for our playoff campaigns, but we haven't won a league outright since 1979. A long period of stability in the championship with this is the end goal. Uh, William Bradbury, top championship team playing exciting ING football with lots of homegrown players. Andy Kay, that I finally hear back from town about my trial in 1978 and take, <laughs> take my well place at right back instead of Danny Simpson. Ree uh that the Cowley brothers were still at the helm it would be a success. Michael Foster, sustainable top-half championship team. Sod the Premier League. Been there, done that. On another note, Neil, will probably shoot this down. How good has Flo been in the last few games? And you have, Neil, are not you? Anya's fronted up on Twitter. Uh, Nevo HTFC York, a decent cup run with a couple of new grounds and without an away tie at Charlton. Uh, Rob, uh, for Town to become an established top-32 club, mid-table championship with regular chance of playoffs and periods in the Premier League would be amazing. Uh, Ian Kilroy, a better leading podcast. Hmm. Love them. Dale Marsden, a league title win, any division. Uh, Andy Marsden, only thing missing for me. Always wanted to sing, we are the champions. Quite a few people mentioned about winning a championship. It's true, isn't it? We'd, I like the FA Cup one. one. We haven't been past the fifth yeah. round since 1972. Town Traders, this is always going to get read out because it's endings of beauty. Uh, stability and sustainability. Don't fall into the chase, of the premiership at all. Cost model. Building something solid with Danny and Nicky to allow them a realistic chance of competing when we go up again. Merry Christmas, boys. Pod a highlight for my commute. Well done. Uh, Richard Green for Danny Callis still to be in charge and certain salty ex Premier League clubs to still be in the Championship. Jacob Rogers, a real dream would be to win a trophy. I'd like to see us win an FA Cup and then to see us playing Serbury on a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd go. Can I James not want you got to go. Still have a well-run club with people in charge who generally care about the club and community. Success on the pitch would be a bonus. I think what's really nice is that these are. It's good, isn't it? I mean, there's one or two of us people come in and want to go back in the Premier League, and I do as well, maybe at some point, but it's not major. But There's a common theme that ties me, it all
6: I together. Know. The common theme is that Phil has made a belting appointment. He went and got who he wanted. He went and got who we needed. Really went after him strong. Turned us down. Still went after him. Got him. And it's properly united a club that were in disarray what, a month into this season? <laughs> The club were falling apart. You could, you know, it just mutiny everywhere. And to make that appointment, and literally to a man, I don't know anybody as a fan who doesn't like these two, and who in behind them, I don't, don't seen no dissenters whatsoever. And that's rare because when even when Magna came, there were people who were not sure about this. And but with this, it's it's sort of been universally united behind. And I think that that were mine just to to keep the Cowleys for a decent mm. spell. As long as they're here, I genuinely think we'll be moving forwards and that's got to be a good thing.
4: He's like he's had two jobs, like you're saying. It's not just to get the, the team right on the pitch, it's to bring the fans back with the yeah. team and that as well. And I think he's he's done that well. Just a few more t- uh, tweets. Watson, uh, 247, that will become the first club to win the Prem with a squad of entirely homegrown players and a zero net chance to spend. Why wish small? Clark Eastwood, Junior Bacuna, to be club captain, and Sir Christopher Schindler to be able to kiss the forehead of his statue on his way into his day job as chairman of Uddersfield Town. Uh, Graham Raynor, like many naysayers, I'd love to see us uh, end the 2020s as established DPL club, playing good football and catching an excellent working community. Plus, well, Schindler has to play shirtless for the rest of time. and Jody Calvert wants to s- sign this motion and pass it <laughs> up and that as well. You guys, anything kind of different to. What not also? really, I think
2: the theme that Graham mentioned there around playing some good football, I think kind of where we're at right now, it's a bit attritional in truth and that's a, bit of a byproduct of the circumstances that Danny and Nicky have been handed with players down in tools, etc. So I would like to see kind of a bit of a better product on the pitch at some point, next kind of few seasons. Um, I think the Cup one really resonated with me as well, kind of as Matt mentions, we haven't got past the fifth round since it's in 1972. West at home, word, it? So, um, yeah, look, it'd be, not that it'd any it'd be great run, to get on a Cup run to kind of the quarters or semi, something like that, wouldn't it? Kind of, uh, that'd be
3: really quite exciting. Matt? Mine's mine's a strange one, really, because I I look at teams that kind of, I think bridging the gap from the championship to the Premier League is quite difficult if your income's not great. So I think what I'd like to, I think the um, commercial department have done a brilliant job over the last 10 years of getting Huddersfield from a League One club of turning over next to nothing to doing what they're doing now. But I'd like to uh, hopefully see that improve. Not that they're not doing a good job, they're doing a great job. Hopefully they keep improving that. And then, the income that we get will help us bridge the gap and the next time we go up to the Premier League. Because I think if you go from like a, a 12 million turnover to 200 million, it's quite a difficult gap to bridge back and forth. So hopefully we can build the club up in the right direction. I think we've got some great people on board and I think we can do that. So I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, hopefully that come to fruition.
4: Brilliant. Guys, that's it. So we've said our last words for 2019. Just want to thank everybody, uh, especially Magic Rock who sponsor us. Uh, everyone who listens, everyone who spreads the word. Uh, it's been quite a tough time for the pod uh, to keep going. To be honest with you, with especially until about what would you say September time. So it's like Danny's appointment, really. But I think the future's bright, onwards and upwards. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Have a great Christmas, New Year, and we'll uh, speak to you again in the New Year. Adios.
9: Oh, what a night. Late in May in 2017, Shinders scored, it was a happy dream. What a feeling, what a night! Oh, what a night! Wagner singing, we are Premier League, The great his sight, in George's Square did it see. What an evening, what a night. Oh, I, I got a funny feeling when he walks and offense and then the commentator yelled, he takes that chance. Oh, why tonight Lost so safe and mesmerizing me Low, low charge and flattens all Chelsea Stamford Bridge, oh, why tonight Oh, I I got a funny feeling when he wore Fence. and then, the commentator yelled, he takes our chance, oh, are a oh.
1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the
2: death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in
3: at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonald's.com